everyone, and welcome back to the Stress-Free JD podcast. I'm Amanda Bynum. I'm an attorney, an educator, a scrapbooker, a photographer, and an amateur podcaster. I started this podcast after recognizing the serious issue with attorney well-being in the profession. I read the ABA Task Force report on well-being, and I was inspired to share what I had been learning in my own journey to find happiness and well-being. I also wanted to create a platform for other attorneys to share their stories and experiences surrounding mental health, substance abuse, and work-life balance. This is a huge topic, so I hope to keep the content and interviews coming. And I appreciate all of the support I have been getting. People seem really interested, so hopefully that is a start to something positive in the profession. So thanks again for the feedback. Thanks so much for listening. I would really appreciate it if you took the time to give the podcast a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. And it would be even better if you would take the time to write out a review. The word is going to spread faster by sharing your input publicly. On this episode, we'll talk about creativity as self-care. Since it's always a good idea to know where we're going, here's an outline. First, we'll redefine self-care. Second, we'll talk about finding time. We'll talk about how creative hobbies make you better at work, specifically with regard to time management, creativity, candor, and networking, how creative hobbies are good for your health, and finally, how to find the perfect creative hobby. And if you stay tuned until the end of the episode, I will tell you how you can download a creativity as a self-care worksheet, which will get you started in finding the perfect creative hobby. Let's start by talking about this word, self-care. A lot of times when people hear the word self-care, they think manicures, face masks, and massages. But actually, self-care comes in so many forms. All of the things I mentioned in the Burnout Basics episode are examples of self-care. Sleep, fuel, and movement are things that revitalize and energize your body. But self-care is really anything you do to improve yourself. I'll say that again. Anything you do to work on yourself is self-care. One of the ways I take care of myself is through creative hobbies and outlets. It's been something in my toolbox since law school and has taken on many forms in the decades since then. I love to find ways to grow, excel, and improve through side projects and hobbies. Having a creative hobby helps me think about my work in a different way, And many attorneys make art that relates directly to their work. This podcast is an example of a creative project that is work-related, but for the most part, my creative outlets have been completely different from my day job as a lawyer, and they didn't logically relate to my day-to-day tasks and performance in the law. Nevertheless, they did help me to be a better lawyer. So some of the creative hobbies that I have enjoyed include scrapbooking in law school, I taught myself digital scrapbooking during the bar. I did photography about five years into my legal career. I've done some video editing, and now I'm doing podcasting. I have found that having a creative hobby takes my mind off of other things. It is also important for me to have balance and an identity outside of the law. I already know what some people are thinking. No time. I've heard that a million times. I don't know how you have the time for X. Believe me, I get it. When I was practicing, I was a busy public defender. 
I cared about my clients. I worked nights. I worked weekends. And now that I'm a busy educator, I have some of those same work habits. On top of that, I am a mom. So there is a lot of time and energy that go into that. I am busy too. And my legal career and your legal career take up a large amount of your time. We're in the office for most days. We may be in court in depositions doing legal research at our desk. And we are probably working longer hours than we should be on most days. So it can be difficult to find time for hobbies and for things that we enjoy. We probably feel that our time is better spent on our cases or our careers. But having a creative hobby will benefit your career in a number of ways. So if you are thinking that you do not have time or motivation to maintain a hobby, that is just not true. We all have the exact same number of hours in the day. I listened to a podcast called Before Breakfast. I've also read the podcaster's book, What Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast. She emphasizes that we all have the same amount of hours in our day. And if you keep track of how you spend your time, you will really start to understand how much you have. So if you're worried about not having time for a hobby, take the time and keep track of your personal time as if you would a billable hour. So for me, I do not watch TV. I mean, occasionally my husband will find something that he thinks I will like and we'll watch a few shows, but otherwise I just don't. I don't really enjoy it. I like doing other things, but it also just gives me a ton of extra time. And if I decided to cut out social media, I would have a lot more time. So I don't care who you are. You can find time in your schedule if you really think it out. So I have an app on my phone right now that is called Habit, and I can set goals and check them off at the end of the day. So right now, one of my goals is that I have 30 minutes daily set aside for stress-free JD. Let me tell you something. Because I love this, it is usually checked off before 6 a.m. in the morning. I have experienced it. Fitting in creativity can actually make you look forward to your day and be more productive throughout your day, which pretty much accounts to having more time in your day. So since it's so easy to waste time, figure out how to fit pockets into your day to do creative hobbies. If you really want to do something, there is always a way to find the time. And if you love it, you are going to pick it over Netflix. And if you love it, you're going to pick it over social media. I know that it seems counterintuitive that if you want to get ahead in your legal career, you should make time for life outside of work. But I've read a lot of books and career coaches say that having a hobby is key to being able to handle work-life stress and thinking creatively. Not to mention that most successful and certainly the most interesting and talented lawyers I know have hobbies and creative hobbies outside of work. But how does creativity help with work? There are actually a lot of ways. First, I want to talk about time management. Having outside interests can help you learn how to better manage your own time and use it effectively at work. You will need to be disciplined and dedicated when you're allocating time to your hobby. So using this discipline in your working environment can help you to take on leadership roles, manage projects, and also demonstrate that you're able to manage your schedule on a daily basis. Second, having a creative hobby can make you more creative at work. 
Art and creativity does help us on the job. How many times have you heard someone say, let's think outside of the box, which is absolutely necessary in the practice of law, but what they're actually saying is, let's think creatively. And to be creative at work, it's essential to be creative outside of work. Have you heard of Google's famous 20% rule? It's a good example. The company implemented a rule where their employees could spend 20% of their time exploring fun, passionate side projects. They believed that this would empower the employees to be more creative and innovative, and the result was a more productive, more creative workforce the other 80% of the time. The creative side projects boosted their work performance. By training your brain to think in a more creative manner outside of work, you'll also start to be more creative where work is concerned. Problem solving, strategizing, and collaborating are just a few of the areas that can benefit from a more creative view. In 2014, psychologists found that employees with creative hobbies are more likely to be helpful to their workmates and be creative in accomplishing their tasks. What stood out to me from that study was the point about being helpful to their workmates because the ABA study, the Task Force on Wellbeing report, indicated that candor is a big problem in the profession. So having a creative hobby can help you just be a better colleague and a better lawyer for the community. Next, creativity can make you more interesting. One thing I have noticed in the legal profession is that there are a surprisingly high number of introverts and a lot of awkwardness. Maybe that's a product of much of the anxiety that is perpetuated in the profession. I don't know. But having a creative hobby is a great way to break the ice, to meet new people, to learn how to talk to different kinds of people, and also just to have something interesting to talk about. I'd also recommend putting some of your hobbies on your resume. It's especially important for legal resumes. I don't know if it applies outside of the law, but even if your hobbies aren't directly associated to the job you're applying for, the recruiters are going to want to see that you have a life outside of work. Being active and creative will show that you enjoy learning new things, you have skills which are usually self-taught, and that you're self-motivated. And if you're lucky, the interviewer will share your interest, and that is never a bad thing for an applicant as it provides common ground other than the interview itself. Having a creative hobby can help build your network. If you have interests outside of work, creative hobbies or other, it can be great for networking outside of the law. If you join a dance class or a novel writing group or whatever it is that you decide to do, and it involves meeting other people, you can build your book of business, which can be important for young associates. In addition, hobbies that connect you with others outside of the law can bring the added benefit of social support, which can bring stress relief and balance. I want to take a minute to tell a story about how my creative hobby of photography helped to build my network. When I started feeling overwhelmed and consumed by thoughts of homicide, tragedy, and sentencing guidelines in my job as a public defender, I could not turn my brain off at the end of the night. I needed a distraction because my type A personality would not let me just relax at the end of the day. Even growing up, I loved candid images and scrapbooking. I was always taking pictures. And then through a series of small coincidences and things that happened, I ended up creating a wedding photography business about five years into my legal career. Yes, it was quite the shift to go from 
serving people going through the worst things of their life to serving people going through the best thing in their life. But I was still working as a public defender throughout my entire photography career. I had to teach myself a lot of new technical knowledge and hone and improve my artistic abilities over time. I also had to learn how to manage and market a small business, have good customer service, and write contracts, which of course I never had to do as a public defender. These new skills helped me a lot in my current role as a law school educator, but also if I were to go back to practice and I wanted to try a different practice area, I'm sure you can see that I learned a lot of skills through that pursuit that would help me in a different practice area. And as for networking, this creative hobby brought me an amazing community. I was part of a local group of women photographers where I was able to build lifelong friendships and really understand the power of a strong community. Even though we were all in the same business and sometimes even competitors, we always operated under the community over competition model and we always brought each other up. It was an amazing and life-changing experience and it made me a better trial lawyer, a better communicator, a better leader. It shifted the way I view the world and how I told stories to the jury, to the judge, and to opposing counsel. To make my long three-year story short, it was fun, but I couldn't keep up once my business grew very quickly. So I decided I still wanted to be a lawyer and I am not a wedding photographer any longer. I don't make any money off of photography, but I still take photos I still notice the beauty in the world and I take my photos and I share them on social media with my friends and I still figure out how to tell better stories using imagery as well as words, but just without the pressure of it being a job. Lastly, being creative is good for your health. Hobbies bring a sense of fun and freedom to life that can help to minimize the impact of chronic stress. Those who feel overwhelmed in their role as an attorney, for example, can benefit from hobbies because they can provide an outlet for your stress and they give you something to look forward to after a hard day or a week or month at a stressful job. There is a ton of research on this that isn't hard to find, so I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. So here are just a few studies that I found interesting. There's a lot of research in the medical field that has actually suggested that art, and more specifically being creative, is in fact quite useful for our mental and physical well-being, which have been identified as an issue for attorneys particularly. I talked in a previous episode about burnout, and when I was researching for that episode, I did find some research that shows that those who are in stressful jobs like lawyers that normally suffer from burnout feel less of a need to recover from their day at bedtime if they have more physical or social leisure activities that aren't work-related, or in other words, more hobbies. There was a study out of Australia that found evidence of a relationship with arts engagement and mental health. They found that those who spend more than 100 hours a year in recreational arts for enjoyment and entertainment rather than therapeutic purposes have significantly better mental well-being than those who spend none or fewer hours. This means spending just roughly 17 minutes a day doing a creative hobby can improve your overall mental well-being. 
Research also shows that benefits of engaging in a hobby can extend to hours or even days later. So just that 17 minutes can give you long-term positive effects. Now, I can attest that I have experienced positive health benefits from creative hobbies. I have diagnosed anxiety and depression. There are a lot of things that help. I take medication. I work out. I don't drink alcohol. But no matter what, I still have bad days and days where I struggle to get moving in the morning. But lately, I've been jumping out of bed in the morning. I've been running to my kitchen table to sit down and brainstorm ideas for this podcast, to make cover art, and to think of new ideas and new ways to get ideas out there. Having this new creative hobby absolutely invigorates me. It gives me something to look forward to every day and really makes me happy. Hopefully, I've convinced you that having a creative hobby is going to make you a better lawyer. So now I want to give you some strategies that you can implement right away to help find the perfect creative hobby for you. Even if you feel like you are not a creative person, you don't have to be Picasso or a best-selling author, and you certainly don't have to turn yourself into a busy wedding photographer like I did. Just find something you like. You may need to try a few things before you stumble upon what works for you. So try picking up an old hobby you remember enjoying in the past even if it's from childhood or something you've been dying to try. That's an easy entry point that can help you stick with it long enough to see some of the positive benefits at work, and then those can help keep you going for the long term. The possibilities are endless. Making art, be that sketching, writing, poetry, dancing, or playing with clay, collage, music, improv, whatever it is. Endless. I attended a leadership program through my state bar, and we had an entire wellness session that had a program on hobbies. So lawyers came in and talked about what things they enjoyed doing outside of practice. A family law attorney came in, and she talked about how much she enjoyed tap dancing in her free time, even though it didn't come easily to her. She also shared about, listen to this, the craft area that she, as an associate at her law firm, had implemented. Anyone in the office can use the table set up with craft supplies. That helps keep the atmosphere light. It gets a lot of use around the holidays for DIY projects. I love that. That is a great example of a healthy workplace encouraging balance and creativity. Another lawyer at the same session had a simpler hobby. She talked about how therapeutic the act of tearing up papers and making collages is for her. I know quite a few attorneys who are in bands that practice and even perform. A couple, like Elliot Glicksman from the last episode, do stand-up comedy. A few more do improv. My big one was always portrait photography. And now I'm doing all of the creative things that go along with creating this podcast. And it is so far resulting in very positive outcomes for me. So be creative in finding your creative hobby. Don't forget that self-care is not just about pedicures and massages. You do have the time for a creative hobby. Creative hobbies make you better at work. Creative hobbies are good for your health. And if you're having trouble finding a creative hobby, be creative. And if you're still having trouble, I have prepared a free download to go with this episode. Just hop on over to my website, www.stressfreejd.com art, A-R-T, to get a worksheet that will help you find a creative hobby that you love. 
Thanks again for listening to the Stress-Free JD podcast. I would love it if you shared your creative hobbies with me. What do you do? If you do nothing, I encourage you to go out there and find something creative to do. It is sure to help you thrive rather than just survive in the legal profession. If you want to know what else I'm up to, hop on over to www.stressfreejd.com and sign up for my mailing list to be the first to find out about new episodes and content. Once again, please review the podcast, give it five stars, share it with anyone, lawyers and non-lawyers that you think might enjoy it. I appreciate your interest in well-being in the legal profession.